Welcome to the Home Time Show podcast with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. Do you know the song I've got in my head? Do you know sometimes you get a song stuck in your head? I'm gonna, uh, let's play a game. Let's play a game. Go on. Let's play a game. Uh, is it to do with something that's happened today? No. Uh, is it actually a chart song? Don't think so. It's from quite a while ago. Okay. Uh, is it in an advert at the moment? No. So it's not, someone knocking at the door. Someone spraying my legs. <laughs> nope. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's from a TV show uh, that we were talking about years ago. Johnny Briggs. No. Um, a soap opera that you used to watch at one and again at half five. Neighbours. Yes. But okay. not that song. Oh, my goodness. Is it... <laughs> is it Angry Anderson? Yes. Suddenly. Lee. That's the one I've got it in oh, my head. Where's, wow. where's that come from? Don't know. How random. Was that for uh, Scott and Charlene's wedding? Wedding, yes. What Suddenly. they uh, went down the aisle to. Oh, Angry Anderson. Oh, scenes. I wonder if he had any other hits. Or was it just that one? Let's check now. Let's have a look. Live Googling. I like this Googling. game. Oh, my goodness. Angry... Uh, Wonder where he got that nickname from, and does he look angry? They're the main two bits of information. Angry Anderson, suddenly. Let's see what uh, Wikipedia says. Uh, It's from Angry Anderson's first solo album. His name's actually Gary. Ooh. Um, Never mind. And he's still alive. He's 71. Why why is he angry, though? He must be angry for some reason. Um, Political views. Mm. Oh, don't want to read them. They're not good, actually. Um... Don't, no, seriously, don't. Don't read them. I shouldn't have said that. I don't know why he's angry, but he is an angry, he's an angry man. Um, <laughs> so, look, we've, we've got into a bit of a cul-de-sac. We can't, we right, can't work out why he's back angry. our way out here. But it's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, anyway, um, here's the podcast. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little help. Keen on Hometime, Absolute Radio, Andy Bush and Richie Firth. It's a big show today. Every day is a big show on Hometime. But it's a big show today. Really big. Uh, Chris Rea on once again. We're so lucky after five o'clock. Uh, where, was, where did we leave Chris yesterday? Uh, Newport Pagnell, I Newport believe, Pagnell. at the services there. So we'll yeah. catch up with him, see what his progress has been as he drives home for Christmas. And before five, uh, day nine on the 12 days of Christmas, there'll be a day that I guarantee guarantee you'll know. A very special Dave, indeed. Meanwhile, as I just teased you with earlier on, uh, it's sad to say that my trusty headphones broke earlier on today. As the headphones are gone. My, I've had good innings with them. You know, normally they get tangled up and they break away. But these ones have been going for a couple of years, so I've done really well. Uh, obviously, them breaking meant I wasn't able to listen to my audiobook. I listen to audiobooks all the time. I can't imagine getting the C2C in from Essex without an audiobook. Yeah. And it was doing editing, so I can't be listening to the history of Roman Britain with one ear working. Oh, one second, one second. That's what I listen to. I, 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 I know the business here is, is headphones, but the, the, the what? The, the Roman? The history of Roman Britain. Okay. The fall right. of Roman Britain. Get the headphones back for that, eh? Get okay. them back on. All right, cool. So I thought, do you want, very quickly before I meet you in our little cafe for our show plan meeting, I'll, I'll go and go and get some headphones really, really quickly. And do you know what? After about half an hour, 45 minutes of searching around, I am sad to announce that there are no electrical stores on UK high streets anymore. <laughs> it's a wasteland, folks. A wasteland. Yeah. You mean back in the day, you know, think back when you were a kid. I'm talking about the old-fashioned electrical stores. Your radio rentals, your rumbelows. Tandy. Your tandies. 
Places where you could go if you're doing a big shop with your family on a Saturday with your dad and just check in on the scores on teletext at half-time. Ah, that was a staple. But give that kind of hint that you might be interested in buying a TV because you weren't taking the mickey. It's not like (laughs) reading the magazines in, in like, a newsagent. It's not a library. But do you know what? I think they all knew. Deep down they knew. I think on a Saturday afternoon they knew people weren't buying tellies. We just wanted to see CFAX. Just wanted to see how uh, Everton were getting on against Oxford (laughs) or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Places where you could buy... Aerials or boosters for aerials. Yeah. Or giant TV remotes that combined all the other remotes into your house into one. Yeah. But those those are long gone. Five point plugs. They've got, you know, <laughs> five like PowerPoint for plugs. We get a bar plug with 15 different inputs into it. You're right. But you can't get them anymore. No. And it's a real shame. Sad to announce no more electrical stores on UK high streets anymore. Wait, can you about headphones? I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do about my headphones. I'm just going to have to, like, I don't know, strike up a conversation with someone on the train out. <laughs> oh, I'd like... Hard times, folks. Here's the jam. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Tuesday's Hometime on Absolute Radio. No repeat guarantee. Still well and truly underway until five. Crowded house. It's only natural. It's Andy Bush and Richie Firth. So Christmas has moved up a gear in our house. We've bought as a family the TV Times... <laughs> Ahead of circling stuff uh, over the kind of festive yeah. few days or whatever. But I tell you what, you've seen the price of that thing? <laughs> Bear in mind, the TV Times runs from, if you look at top right, it's a Christmas special, 22nd of December to the 4th of January. That's a fortnight. Yeah. Just a couple of weeks. 14 days. £3.75. That's pricey. That is pricey, isn't it? Per, per, in terms of bang for your buck, that's pretty pricey. Let's work this out. Let's work this out. Hang on, I've got a calculator on the other 14 days, yeah. Richie, at £3.75. Now, I'm all in for, you know, buying special stuff for Christmas and making it a great few days, but but really... Well, that works out. You are paying... You are paying 26 pence a day... 26 pence a day. ...for the privilege of knowing what's on your television. Bear in mind, these days, yeah. I'd say 99% of us have a television that has some sort of electronic programme guide. Yeah, you can kind of see what's coming up. So paying 26 pence for the privilege a day, Yeah, it's a lot. It's charging you for nostalgia because, really, I guess people are only looking through these magazines because they want to circle them. In fairness, you can't ring your telly, can you? You literally cannot ring your telly. And let's move... I mean, if you go up a gear, and no offence to TV Times, but if you go up one, it's Radio Times, isn't it? I'd say that was your Premier League. You get more... You get a bigger... feels like the Thompson Directory, though, in the Radio Times. (laughs) Uh, I think, according to a couple of people who've tweeted me, because I was moaning about this on Twitter earlier on. Uh, I think that's coming in at £4.90. Hang on, I'll do the same calculations. I, we need to, and it covers the same period, 22nd of December to the 4th of January, £4.90. So you, you, it was 26 pence per day for your TV times. Yeah. I feel like Martin Lewis, money man here. It's good to know, though, Richie. 35p per day for your television programmes, <laughs> for your radio times. That's some big bucks, isn't it? That is <laughs> some it? big, it's like congestion charge, that. So look, when you're going to buy these things to serve them later on, just have a little think about how we've broken it down for you, OK? Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Talking about the expensive nature of these Christmas uh, TV guides you can buy. Yeah. Uh, what was the first one we were talking about? It was... TV Times. TV Times. 26 pence a day. £3.75. And then Radio Times, £4.90. 35p a day. We're just trying to break it down so you know you've got the best options ahead of you. Uh, Victoria Phillips says, Guys, the Radio Times actually get a free copy of The Snowman with it as well by Raymond Briggs. I did not factor that 
that into my sums. I wouldn't want that because I don't know about. I'm probably on my own saying this. I find the snowman one of the creepiest things. No. On this planet, snowman's great if you want to be freaked out by some Raymond Briggs work going a bit arty here when the wind blows. Is that the one after the nuclear war? It is. Yeah. I think it's his style of drawing that just slightly freaks me out. Okay. You catch my drift. Just <laughs> want to leave that there. That's the end of the Raymond Briggs chat. There you go. Um, <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show will be back live tomorrow morning from six. But, my friends, Dave's on earlier than that because he is the ninth Dave of Christmas and that's on the way as well as the waitresses. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Time for day nine on the 12 Daves of Christmas. And boy, have we got a Dave for you. He popped up during the show yesterday, didn't he? Did he did indeed, yes. He, he popped up for a bit of an audition on the show and it's an honour to have him on the phone with you right now. Uh, we say hello to Mr Dave Berry. Hello, gentlemen. Good afternoon, everybody. How are we? We're good. How are you? Very well. I am currently in charge of cleaning out a drawer whilst looking after my two-week-old daughter... Um, and talking to you boys as well. So I am multitasking for the nth degree. Good, massive. Have you got um, the, what my look at the moment with the baby is to have a, a muslin cloth over one shoulder at all times? Have you got one of those going on? <laughs> you know, I've been quite lucky with the sick, but we have got, after the list has advised me to get muslin cloths, we have got about 40,000 tons of them. Yes. So they're, they're, they're just dotted all over the place. It looks like some Bedouin tent in here that's hanging off the wall. <laughs> Uh, now, Dave, we've never heard you sing. We were talking about this on the show last night. You know, uh, we don't know whether you've got a good singing voice. Have you got any singing form? Well, no. I mean, I think what's going to become evident to everybody is there's a reason that I get paid to talk about music and interview the people who make it rather than have any dalliances with it myself. I think that's <laughs> what we've got. But this is a real mixed emotion because, you know, I am so, so honoured you've asked me to be one of your days for Christmas. But slightly hurt it's taken me to be number nine. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the nine better days for me, which I know is true. But, you know, from my own home time, lads, you know what I mean? That is Dave, Dave there are a number of famous number nines in the world of football, yeah. isn't there? Hey. Oh yes, that's true. Okay, I'll take that. That's a that's a popular shirt number in any football club around the world. Okay, yes. Who's nice Charlton's greatest number nine ever? Clive Mendonca. Ooh. Clive Mendonca. With, without a shadow of doubt, I had, I had the great pleasure of um, I had the great pleasure of managing a game that he was involved in. Oh wow. Well, listen, Dave, are you ready? Are we not going to wake the baby up by singing this? Are you? Well, I hope not. I really hope not. I've been uh, no. Let's let's just let's give it a go. Let's, let's she's got to get used to her father's terrible singing voice at some point. So <laughs> might as well be early on. Right here With we go, Dave. Godspeed and good luck. Here we go. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Dave from Charlton, Dave from Wymanda, Dave from Newcastle, Dave from Shrewsbury, Dave from School. <laughs> Dave from Dundee, Dave from Droitwood, Dave from Telford, and a Dave from Catherine. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Listen to them sing, they're beautiful. Uh, all brilliant, they're all brilliant, but Dave, you were brilliant. Gentlemen, enjoy the rest of your show, and everyone, I will hopefully speak to you all in the morning at 6am when we're live. Have a great one. Thanks for having me on, a real honour. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
This is Absolute Radio with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. Oasis and Wonderwall, that weird video with that bass player ended his noticing on tour. After one song, what are you doing? Biggest band in the world. The Absolute Radio 90s, two down and one to go. Little hack for you here, little tip. Sometimes in life, it is... It's the small things that are the pleasures you get. Uh, if you're over the Christmas holidays uh, planning a trip into any of the uh, the UK's big cities, uh-huh. it can be an expensive thing these days. Uh, before work today, I came into London to do, shall we say, a fair bit of Christmas so- uh, shopping that may not have been done just yet. <laughs> and I found myself uh, at Oxford Circus, smack bang in the centre of London's shopping and West End. It's busy, isn't it? It is. So busy. Now, Oxford Circus itself has got uh, these uh, pedestrianised crossings that will obviously go straight across the road, but because it's like a a massive crossroads, you can also cross diagonally right across the junction itself. I like that, because you can go normally one street across, or there's like a bit that's almost... It's almost have paint on it. Come and have a go if you think you're out (laughs) there. Yeah. It's a huge bundle from uh, back in the old uh, playground days. And bearing in mind, this road, like, if you've not been to Oxford Circus, it's just like war of buses and cars driving at you. Yeah, it is. It's like stepping across the M25. So I'm stood there waiting to cross and uh, the light goes green and I start walking. Now, it's one of these junctions where you'll have seen them. It's got the countdown that will start counting down how long you've got left until it's all going to go red and the cars are coming at you again. Now, look, I will, well, not happily hold my hand up, but I will be honest and say I'm carrying a little bit too much timber at the moment. I'm aware of this. However, I would still say that despite that, I can waddle at a pretty good speed. Yeah. I think I walk at an average pace. You've seen the Dynasties documentary on penguins. <laughs> they can still fly. <laughs> yes, they go pretty exactly, fast. Yeah. Fly along so that I'm ice. fine, thanks. And as I got across, I'm looking at this countdown. I only got to the other side of Oxford Circus with four seconds to go. Whoa. And I'm thinking, do you know what? If I'm not, if I'm not quick, I'm going to get flattened here. <laughs> and as I stepped to safety on the other side... Yeah. It was a cheap thrill, I have to tell you. Your little heart I, was on the I go. I felt like I'm, I'm dicing with something here, but I've got there. Well, do you know what? They would not have stopped us. Not like they're the kind of motorists to be like, oh, come on, mate, get across and whatever, and go, Whoa. They yeah. just drive through you, It just comes straight off, yeah. So that gives you like a little bit of a buzz. So there you go. It's, li- li- it's, it's, it's a tiny one, it costs you nothing, but cross the road at Oxford Circus, you'll get about three or four seconds left if you walk in an average base. It's quite a thrill. I think in modern life, you get less and less opportunities to get this kind of buzz I agree. these days. So if there's anything in, in day-to-day life, you spice it up by just doing something a bit different to give you that little buzz to let you know that you're alive. Like, for me, just one little hack here. Go on. But too much wasabi. Eat wasabi with a spoon or whatever. If you go and have uh, sushi. Like, do you remember snuff? <laughs> go on, yes. I don't think snuff's a thing anymore. <laughs> when I was a kid, it was like this illicit substance called snuff. <laughs> And you can just have a bit of wasabi, and obviously it burns through your nostrils because it's mainly like mustardy type thing. Yours is a bit more hardcore than crossing <laughs> the road, isn't it? <laughs> it's a little bit. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. The Absolute Radio 90s here on Home Time. If you love that kind of music, you will love our little brother station, the Absolute Radio 90s. Listen to it through the free and fantastic and updated Absolute Radio app. Sharing my little cheap thrill from earlier, crossing over Oxford Street with just uh, three or four seconds to go. 
on the little countdown. <laughs> How I'm long a risk taker. How long do you get? I think normally? it starts at about 18 seconds, which is really bizarre. Well, actually, you left it quite late. No, I didn't leave it late. Did That's you my whole point. To increase the buzz? No, 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 no. I stood there and I, I started going when the green man came on. Yeah. And by the time we got to the other side, there's only four seconds to go, which I'm finding incredible because I'm not a slow walker. Yeah, are you like the guy in uh, in the bit in the Death Star scene in Star Wars who's <laughs> trying to stay on target <laughs> yeah. in the Death Star there or whatever? Uh, so 8 12 15, give us a text. Uh, your little cheek thrills. Daniel on uh, Daniel is Daniel on uh, on Twitter. <laughs> uh, completely changed him there. Uh, jumping on the train as the doors are beeping, ready to close. That is that is one. He's, they're probably beeping because Richie's got up and closed them to keep the warmth in. <laughs> the one born in the barn. Uh, Ross says throwing something in the bin and going in first time. Uh, I mean, it's like that all the time for me. You've got to say I'm a decent shot, Ross. So uh, I'm I not think feeling it's that one. More than that, I, I, sometimes I think that you can actually uh, feel like you're about to have a, a jinx today if you don't get it in the bin. First I would agree. Time. Yeah, there's Do pressure I mean? on it. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's more than just that. Can I give you another one? Yes. Because I mentioned wasabi earlier on as a bit of a buzz, <laughs> middle class buzz. Yeah. Uh, what about this? I don't want to go back to earphones, but about two years ago, I bought a really cheap, terrible pair of earphones. I could tell within the first like 15 minutes, these are really tacky and it's like three quid. Uh, and I was in a park in Bristol and I just took them off because they were rubbish and I absolutely smashed them to pieces underneath my feet. <laughs> Felt them crunch under my feet, and it was the most liberating. You know, like really smashing up something. If they're just three quid, three or four, and you quid. can have that decadence in your life, oh. yes, I'd say that's a thrill. Yeah. And then they were all mangled, and I just lightly dropped them into the bin, dusted my hands, and walked off, <laughs> and went and ate some wasabi. There you go. That's how to live your life. to make Christmas special. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Dan in Horsham closes this up nicely. <laughs> My thrill every morning is dashing across the landing naked, trying to avoid the mother-in-law. Imagine him now, everybody. <laughs> this is not his naked music. It's not his naked music. <laughs> no, it's not. So tomorrow it's upon us, our no office office party. Yes. It's been a few weeks in the making. Thank you to everyone who's applied via our uh, website to be part of it. Here's the story behind it. Every year into the show we seem to get messages from people who feel a bit left out because they work on their own and they have to hear about everyone else's staff party. So if you're self-employed, you don't get a Christmas party. You're on your tot. So we are hosting one for those people. It's thanks to Fuller's that we've been able to put this on. Yeah. Uh, they've lent us the Trinity Bell in the centre of London uh, for tomorrow lunch time and we have managed to get together a little mob for it. Uh, it's like Avengers Assemble and what we wanted to do when we were going because we had so many people apply for this thing which has been uh, touching so thank you so much for having a go uh, we tried to assemble as many different types of careers as we possibly can. So Daryl Sleeth, a ghostwriter, he'll be there Steve Askew, he's a farmer Nathan Scottford, a barbershop owner uh, We've got Charlotte Rowe, a British sign language interpreter Peter Fall, the plumber Paul Zamet, the cab driver. Fliss Redwood, a mobile hairdresser. Sat next to Fliss is Tamlin Taylor, a graphic designer. Lisa Marie is chatting away. She's a dance instructor. And look over there, drinking some sherry. It's Cordelia Feldman, the dog walker and a writer. Struggling with some bare essentials, Karen Lane. She's a private English and maths tutor. Uh, over there, having his dessert, Richard Taylor. He owns a travel business. Uh, plucking at his guitar is <laughs> Nelly Demitrova, uh, a guitar instructor. Uh, we've got Paul McGregor. Grow. He's a taxi driver. Uh, Francesca White is putting on a performance. She's an actress. Putting a spin on things. Matt Fincham at the end of the table. He's a PR consultant. Letitia, Ma uh, Let Letitia Mum. Uh, I've read that so wrong. Letitia De Silva. She's a full-time mum. 
She's she's there. She's there as well. Scott Kimber is a cabbie. Got a couple of taxi drivers going on, knowing and, everything. And Tanya Dilly is there designing fabric. That is all happening tomorrow, and we'll be full of stories about it when we get on air tomorrow. So make sure you don't miss that. And we can't wait to see you all. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So we were lucky enough to catch up with Chris Rea yesterday as he started driving home for Christmas. Yep. And uh, we are so fortunate that Chris has stopped off again to chat to us uh, this evening on the drive home. Uh, hopefully Chris with us. There he is. There he is. How are <laughs> Hey, Chris. Andy, Rich. Yes. Hey, Chris. Yes. How you doing? You all right? It's Chris Ria here. I'm driving home at Christmas to get me feet on holy ground. Good man. Good lad. Listen, the traffic is really building up now. There's a ton of fellas trying to get home at Christmas. They're just the same as me, Andy. They're just the same. Yeah, I hear you. I, was, I hear you. I, I was top the to toe in tailbacks, but you, you never believe who I just see thumb in a lift. Who was it? David Van Dee out of the band Dollar. <laughs> and, and, and I'm a celebrity, remember him? I yeah. do, yes, yeah. I, I can, he lad. His burger van has broken down, and I said I'd give him a lift as, as far as Hinkley. Oh, right, oh, that's it's, nice. It's, Very I, kind. I, oh, sadly, he's, he's had to leave it on the hard shoulder, <laughs> but he's managed to salvage an industrial container of burger sauce from his cupboard <laughs> and a couple of cans of Sprite, which we shared on a journey. Can he lad? Can he lad? Any road, I've stopped at Leicester Forest East on the M1 <laughs> and uh, to let him out great facilities as a Burger King a Greggs a Costa and a Krispy Kreme Krispy wow. Creams wow aye 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 lad I've availed myself of all of these and after sparking up a Peter Stuyvesant extra long <laughs> outside by the Cornwall Passy place I found I was desperate to go back and then drop the kids off in the pool if you know what I mean yeah we, yeah. we get you Chris you like that the cigarettes yeah. listen <laughs> I'm happy to report that the Kazi at this particular service passed me Chris Rea flush test for number twos. Great. Excellent, canny lad. Excellent. <laughs> I, pulled, I pulled up my leather trousers. All fine there. I'm clean as a whistle. Good Don't to worry know. About that. Brilliant. Thanks, Chris. That's good news. <laughs> No, I've got to tell you, the thing is, lads, I'm a fool to myself, fellas, because I've gone into W.H. Smith's, I've gone up to the counter, I've picked up one of them cheap CDs they do in the bargain bin for the long journey. Yeah. Right. It's Alexander Armstrong sings the hits of the prodigy. <laughs> as, you, as you'd expect, it's flipping awful, fellas. <laughs> I don't know, I didn't even know what came over me. And I'm listening to, to I'm, I'm currently listening to a talking book of a very saucy Bernard Cribbins reading Fifty Shades of Grey. It's, it's a rosin, fellas. A rosin. What about oh, food today? Oh, aye, 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 fellas. I'm ashamed to say that while I was in the services, I've also overdone it on the Burger King Bacon Double XL, and I'm sat here in the car park, canny lad, no, with a seatbelt loosened. Oh, dear. <laughs> I've had to buy one of them traffic light air freshers to hang on the rear view mirror because I've a strong suspicion, canny lad, I'm going to be apple tarting all the way up the M18 past Rotherham. <laughs> if I can get the ferry bridge services, there's a love there that I scored quite highly last time I was heading up the M1. Yes, there's a lovely waitrose too, canny lad, which is a boon because I'm very keen to pick up one of their posh chocolate mousses. They're Lush, lush. <laughs> oh. Okay, fellas, I better get going. If, if the 
wives, listen, I'll have the oven chips with the lamb shank, love. It's the oven chips with the lamb shank. <laughs> lamb shank two days running, man. <laughs> Cheers, Chris. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Thank you for the people who've been sending messages for us to tell stuff to Chris Rear. I will leave the light on. But in between him calling him, unfortunately, Richie and I don't have any way of getting in touch with him. No, uh, the only the only window that we have is 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 hopefully if he takes the call tomorrow. This is it. So yeah. I mean, he'll be on the show tomorrow. But if you want to pass a message on to him, I'm afraid it can't come through us. Uh, WhatsApp is not an avenue that we can uh, use even. Uh, although I have been using it today, and it did did make me wonder whether I'm actually unwittingly in a group that is is, is quite unique. <laughs> Okay. Um, Sounds worrying. I can't necessarily give you the title of this group that I've labelled it because uh, I am the curator of this WhatsApp group. You set it up? I set it up. Right. For broadcast purposes, I can't tell you the name of it. However, it is a group that... Um, it's got three members, and that is me and uh, my wife's two arch cronies, her best mates. It sounds a little bit worrying, Richie, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> no, do you know what? So I was out doing uh, a little bit of uh, Christmas shopping today. Yeah. Uh, and uh, suddenly realised there was a piece of intel uh, that I was sadly lacking. Okay. That I should have gone with a bit of uh, preparation with. And, of course, being not at home, nothing I can do about it. Can't directly ask my wife, because obviously it's Christmas present. This is one of the most coded stories I've ever had in my entire life. So then, yeah. I've got this WhatsApp group, which is the three of us. Me... And her two best mates. I can ask them the question. They come back within seconds. I've got an answer. Does your wife know that this group exists? She does. Okay. In fairness, yeah. she does. So it's not a secret group. It's not a secret secret. But it's certainly a strange group. It's quite unusual. Yeah. I, I, I put it out there. It's one of the odder WhatsApp groups. But these days, you can have WhatsApp groups for anything. What? Just name or just mouth it without saying... Because I know it's a bad word. Just say... <laughs> what's the name of it? Oh, that is quite bad. <laughs> It's quite, isn't it? I can't say it. Yeah. No, yeah. You, no, you can't. It's derogatory to them and many others. <laughs> so you've got, you're in an unusual WhatsApp group. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the thing I love about WhatsApp. Sometimes WhatsApp can get on your nerves because you feel like you're getting messages left, right and centre. But the one thing I do love about it is that you can set up a group and you get to name it and put a picture at the top as well. Yeah. And we do a thing with our home time group, WhatsApp group. We always send ideas and stuff to each other. But I, I think the kind of current thing that's the main thing we've been talking about <laughs> is always the picture, isn't it, as well? But for me, the most unusual WhatsApp group that I'm in is one called Bush Sucks, which our friend Chris Skinner, uh, who used to work here at Absolute Radio, set up and is, only contacts me for a forum called Bush Sucks. He's kind of sledging me. He's that kind of guy. Uh, so, look, we want to hear from you tonight. What is the most unusual WhatsApp group you are part of. Uh, Princess says on Twitter, I'm part of a group called the Irresponsible Mums Club. So named after a couple of new mums were told off for having a few wines. Brilliant. 8, 12, 15 to get in touch with the show. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime on Absolute Radio. Andy Bush and Richie Firth here. Hope you're enjoying the tunes. That's in excess. I am the curator of a WhatsApp group that is just myself and my wife's two best friends. They provide me with very, very crucial intel at times of Christmas, birthday and other 
other ad hoc times. Oh yes, but it's the it is it is a pretty unique WhatsApp group. We are after the the strangest WhatsApp groups you are in. Uh, Chris from Ken on text eight twelve fifteen. Bush and Ritchie. I am a member of the CIA WhatsApp group. Whoa, sounds intriguing. But it's a group about a project they're working on. It's just a confirmation of their names. Chris, Ian, and Adam. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Together, the CIA. They sound like a terrible electronica band from Birmingham in the mid-90s. Uh, let's go to the phones and say hi to Paul. Paul, tell us what group you're in. Hi, I'm uh, I'm in a group called We Need a, Need a Bigger Boat. Ah, the famous line from Jaws, we're going to need a bigger boat. Yep, we're a sea fishing group. We've been together since... Well, we've been a school... We're all school together, left in around about 1982, and uh, we're all still friends, um, we're all mental, and we enjoy ourselves. Brilliant. So what, you organise sea fishing trips together. Where where'd you go? Uh, two or three times a year, yeah. We try and get out off the south coast, off of uh, Brighton or somewhere. And we just go out, have a really good day. You start to take the kids with us as well. Um, oh. But to be honest with you, some of the lads are, are really sort of getting silly in, the, in their old age. And the, uh, the WhatsApp group is degrading fast. But if you're bringing the kids along, you, you, you literally do need a bigger boat Bigger now. boat. The next generation. Yeah, well, we've caught a couple of sharks as well, so I think we do need a bigger boat. What is the biggest fish you lot have caught? I'd love to go on a fishing trip like this. Biggest fish, come fish on. Fish chat, fish chat. Fish um, chat. Probably the biggest was about a 16-pound dogfish. 16-pound dogfish. Wow. Loving that. If you can beat that for an unusual WhatsApp group, I want to hear from you. <laughs> 8, 12, 15. I'm calling it Song of the Night so far. Wow. It's the Smiths. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. Uh, Andy Bush and Richie Firth here with you. Uh, we are celebrating the uh, unique WhatsApp groups that you may well be in. I have uh, my own with uh, uh, my wife's two best mates. Provides very, very, uh, very important intel at times. What is yours? 81215 or uh, tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, Damien. Uh, well, actually, no, Damien's not the gentleman who's uh, got in touch here. Uh, 8, 12, 15. Guys, our group is called Briefcase and Friends. Right. Now, this is due to the fact that one member, Damien, Damien. used to take a briefcase to school. Oh, there was always one kid <laughs> in every year that had a briefcase. <laughs> Do you know, like a little MP. <laughs> always one kid. Do you know what? I, I aspired to be the kid at school that had the briefcase, but... Really? But recognised... That it wasn't cool to have the briefcase. Yes. So I wanted it. I thought, but I'm not going to have it. But the moment, <laughs> the moment I finished my A levels, I got myself a briefcase. Did you now? Yes. I'd love to have it. Like flick out to the side, lift it up, like you're doing the uh, treasury thing. But of or course, I didn't have much to carry around in it. Yeah. Just, just took around sort of like a few papers and uh, carton of Ribena. <laughs> and uh, fast forward to the present day with our job now. It's not changed much since it at all. Do you know, I used to have an Everton bag, right? A, a little bag. This is in the 80s, Everton bag. Every day without fail at school, people would take the bag on the yard when I was playing football yeah. and shove it in the bin and spit on it. Awful. Isn't that terrible? Isn't that bad? Unbelievable. Anyway, we don't want to be, we're not here moaning about no. bags. Uh, remember we had Paul on the phone earlier on with this fishing group called Gonna yes. Need a Bigger Boat? Yeah. Dan, who's stuck on the M25 in Kent, says, Guys, I can't beat the WhatsApp group, but my missus caught a £125 Siamese carp in Thailand in September and completely kicked my backside. <laughs> uh, in other news, Lewis in Lincoln says, Bush and Ritchie, I'm in a group, call, a group called the Chris Sutton Experience. How's that work? We basically talk rubbish about football 
football to wind up our Man United loving friend who can't take it that they're a second rate team now. Ow! But where is Chris Sutton coming into it? I've got no idea. Remy says, <laughs> uh, we're in a group called the One Word Story Group. Yeah, this is really interesting. You're only allowed to type one word at a time. It has to be a story. Every story has twists and turns because we come up with words that rhyme or names of people. We don't know. It's hilarious. Currently, we're talking about uh, pigeons knitting mittens without gloves. <laughs> She's off her rocker. Uh, that, that, uh, I think that group sounds great until you think about it for about ten seconds. And for me personally, highly irritating. That wouldn't imagine the pressure of that you've got to come up with your bit about the pigeon all the story yeah. all the time 8 12 15 if you're in an unusual whatsapp group and we have a proper look at that for a christmas song next oh wow a oh bel- wow a belter of a christmas song just around this corner to make Christmas special. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Issy from Dartford says, I work for the NHS. Our group's called Guinea Pigs Rule. Thanks for that. And still people going on about fishing. Gary says, Hi Bush and Richie. The guy on WhatsApp group in Sea Fishing said he'd caught a dogfish at £16. But the biggest dogfish caught in British waters is around £4.5. I think he got a bull huss instead. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Fishing banter. I'm just looking up a bull hus. Yeah, what is a what is a bull hus? It's a nurse hound, also better known as the largest spotted dogfish, or bull hus. Oh, that's one ugly fish. It's a species of cat shark. Cat shark. <laughs> What's going on? Unicorn We pig. are so out of our depth with uh, with fishing talk. Good pun. Was that on purpose? Yes, it was. Really, really good pun. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, right, let's uh, let's do what we're here for, and that's time travel. Yeah, you promised us time travel. I did. I've, I've actually given you a fair few time travel stories over the past couple of months. Uh, but this is a really interesting one, because uh, Noah, the guy who is the time, travel, uh, time traveller in uh, question here, hasn't gone as far forward as some of the other ones recently. Yeah. We had that chap who went to the year 8,743. <laughs> he got greedy. <laughs> we he had the guy greedy. who'd gone to the year 5,000. Noah has only gone to the year 2030. See, that seems like a bit of a waste of time. What is it? Because it's still the future. Yeah, but it's like me going to, like, 2022. What's the point in going, like, four years ahead? Well, if you're going to come back and put some bets down, think back to Back to the Future, it's still interesting, isn't it? Oh, yeah, actually, you've got a point Yeah, so what's Noah come back and said? Well, do you know what? If you're in the Midwest, I don't want to spook you. If you're listening to us internationally here, he's saying that, first off, February 2019, a massive snowstorm hitting the Midwest of America multiple cities wiped out by the biggest snowstorm in history. So this is 2019, the year that is about to come. As in three months' time. Wow. The biggest snowstorm in history. That's the first thing that Noah's said. Hold on a minute. He's called Noah as well. Yeah. I think he's trying to sort some business out here. <laughs> April 2019, so like five months away, a fully functioning robotic eye will be invented. Don't know where that one came from. I, wasn't, I was caught on the hop by that one, expecting it. <laughs> A robotic eye. Robotic eye, yes. Um, January 2019, mm-hmm. so a month away, yeah. The massive, a massive spike, the biggest ever spike in UFO sightings. People will see them everywhere. OK, and this is all... He's come back with this from the year 2020. He's gone to a library. Sorry, I should have said. My fault. He's, be, he's been to a library in the year 2030. Because they've still got libraries, then. still got libraries, and he's, he's ripped a page out of a book. <laughs> <laughs> 
Why? Why it's is he doing back. this? I don't know. Was that to prove something, is it? And then finally, in November 2020, I have to tell you all, Donald Trump is re-elected as president. Oh, well, there you go. That just kind of caps it all off. <laughs> did he see the whole Mourinho thing coming? I don't think he did. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. So that's the end of the podcast, and we've got some breaking news. We've managed to track down why Angry Anderson off of Neighbours was so angry. Please. Uh, Apparently, uh, his nickname was Angry Ant. Mm-hmm. Uh, developed this because during his youth, uh, he had aggressive and volatile nature, and he occasionally got the better of him. So there you go. Trub- he's kind of a troubled scallywag. And I believe we were also trying to find out whatever happened to him. Yeah. So uh, his first single was 1987, uh, and it's called Suddenly. Uh, obviously featured heavily in uh, Neighbours. Yeah. Uh, got to number two in Australia, number three in the UK. That was it. <laughs> I thought you were on the, the precipice of an amazing fact there, Richie. No, but... there, were, there were three albums released, Beats from a Single Drum, Blood from Stone, and non-album single, and uh, nothing else charted. I think I had non-album single. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take it away, Mr Bill Bailey. It's the podcast has officially come to an end. 